Hello and welcome to A Haitian's Investigations of Her Past. I'm your host, Shine and F. Sager. Now you might be wondering, who is this girl trying to start a podcast and tell her story? If I were you, I would be wondering that also. My name, as I said before, my name is Shine and F. Sager. I am 16 and I am in the 10th grade. I was adopted from Haiti and I have... I have one older brother who was adopted with me, and I have three adopted, or I was adopted into a family of two other boys, and they were all married and stuff. Um, I play soccer, and I have, well, now I have three, two nieces and two two nephews. Um... So, as I said before, I was adopted from Haiti when I was around eight years old. And I really don't, I don't remember much about my country, which is very strange. You might be wondering, why doesn't she remember much about her country? And that's because um, I kind of blocked that part about me out of my memory. Like, my brain just, how it works sometimes when you go through a lot of trauma, your brain just automatically... um, hides that trauma from you and so you don't have to relive it every single day of your life um it doesn't happen to everyone but it just happened to happen to me (laughs) um and so I really don't remember Remember the first 10 or so years of my life okay and um so growing up in Haiti I do remember it was very difficult um my mom I lived with my mom and my her family my grandma and aunt and a couple uncles I think and a um I had a half sister too but growing up in Haiti was very difficult because the country is very poor and we were very poor we lived I think we lived behind this gated area I don't really remember much about where I lived but we lived um in I'd say a nicer part of the town where we lived than normal and my grandma had a house but we we had to share a bedroom my mom and I did um my mom she put my brother up for adoption before she put me up for adoption and so he didn't live with us for quite a while um but living in that house, I had some fun times, but also I feel like I got in trouble a lot, which is funny because that's not me now. I don't, I don't like getting in trouble. I am very much a sometimes by the rules person. Most of the time, I'm by I'm by the rules person. Um, but I don't get ver- in trouble very much. But when I was living in Haiti as a preschooler. I got in trouble a lot. I feel like I remember like getting spankings um, with a belt, which is very much looked down upon now. But in Haiti, they do diff- things differently. And so I would get spankings a lot because I got in trouble for talking or got in trouble for doing something that I shouldn't have been doing. Um, so yeah, growing up in Haiti was very much different than growing up here. Um, I don't, I, this is something I don't remember, I do remember, um, I had a, I, I think I had a lot of fun growing up in Haiti, it was very much relaxed, very much freeing, um, 
yeah, it was, it was very different than growing up here. Um, and so my mom put me up for adoption when I was around six. And so I went to live in the same orphanage that my brother was living in. And that was a, I think, I think that was the first time like we really grew close together because we were in the same space and we were, um, we were going through the same situation. And so that really, um, that drew us closer together. And we had like your typical, um, brother, sister bond. We were very close. He would look out for me. And, um, so something about Haiti is, as I said before, it was very poor. So sometimes we would get two meals a day, sometimes just one. Um, but at the orphanage, I was, I was hungry a lot. And so, um, my brother, even though we didn't have very much, he would make sure, um, that he would, he would take care of me like, like, you know, a parent would take care of their child, but I wasn't his child and he was just looking out for me because I was his, his younger sister, you know? So he looked out for me and I would steal, I would steal for, um, he would give me food, not, I wouldn't steal it, but he would give me food and I would complain to him that I was hungry all the time. And so he would, um, make sure that I got some food and he would buy me drinks on the way, um, home from school. Sometimes we walked like in this fielded area. I remember, um, I think we went through like this neighborhood on our way to school, um, and so we would just, we would have a lot of fun. And I had a lot of fun with my friends. Um, some of them are adopted now, others aren't. Um, but I had a lot of friend. Uh, I had a lot of fun playing with them. Um, and we just, you know, we bonded because even though some of us were not going through the same situation as others, we were still very close. We were still orphaned. Um, yeah. And so when I was... When I was around seven-ish, I think, is when my parents, my adopted parents, started the process of um, adopting my brother and I into Haiti. Um, they had actually started the process earlier, adopting my brother, but my brother told them later on that he had a sister, and so that's why my mom, my birth mom, brought me to the orphanage um, so that I would also be adopted with my brother. Um and so they started the process of adopting us, us getting our immunizations and so we could board the plane to come to the U.S. Um, and that, I think that was a very fun process, but also like a very scary um, and anxious process for my brother and I. Um, we'd, we didn't know what it would be like to come to the U.S. We didn't know anything. We knew some of the language because they taught us they taught it to us at school and they taught it to us in the orphanage and we tried to speak it to one another but you know we would revert back to creole and french because that's what we spoke um in haiti and so we didn't we didn't really know much about the u.s we didn't know much about u.s culture we didn't know much of their language we didn't know anything about their schooling um and so we, it was a very tough time, but it was also a very exciting time, um, of being adopted, and 
I was, I've, I still am kind of spunky, but I was very, um, what's the word for it? Yeah, I was, I think I was spunky and, oh, I'm trying to think of the word, but I can't think of it right now. Um, but let's just call me spunky. There was one time where in Haiti, I got very mad at my mom because she disciplined me and not many people people didn't really do that in the orphanage they didn't discipline their like the kids and so she disciplined me and I didn't like that and so I straight up didn't talk to her for three days (laughs) which is very funny not like I can't do that now because obviously I live with her but it was very easy to not talk to her for three days in the orphanage because yeah she wasn't my mom yet and so I could basically do whatever I wanted (laughs) but yeah um and she actually had to tackle me and say I love you Shina like I disciplined you because I love you and so um that was great (laughs) um but yeah so I we boarded the plane on what day was it it was like it was late. It was very late March, like March 25th or something. We boarded the plane and we landed in Florida and we spent a week in Florida, my brother and I and our family and my brother, Steve, and my other brother, Mike, and their fiancés and wives um, came and met us in Florida and we rented a home for a week. And I think that was just my parents' way of getting us used to um the states and getting us used to being with a different family and different people again and that was that was a fun time um that was a very fun week I don't remember much of it but I do remember riding bikes like along the sand and riding bikes along the ocean um and just playing in the sand and playing casino um casino is like a Haitian card game that we would play a lot in Haiti, and so we taught it to my, um, my new family, and we had a lot of fun playing that, um, so many times throughout that week. After that week was over, we boarded the plane again, and we arrived in Ohio on April 1st, um, which is really funny because that's April Fool's Day, <laughs> and we weren't in April, in April Fool's joke, um, it was actually happening, and so we boarded, we landed in Ohio on April 1st, and that was virtually the um, start of our new lives and the start of acclimating to um, new people, new culture, new language, new schooling, new basically everything. I had like, I felt like I was relearning everything besides walking. But, um, yeah, I was, I was really relearning everything, basically. Um, and so that was, I was pretty much me being adopted and starting our new lives in Haiti. Um, and I think that was a very nerve wracking time and a very, um, new thing to do. And, yeah, and the first the first two-ish years of us being here 
were very hard for me and my brother. Um, A lot happened that I didn't expect to happen. My parents, I don't think my adopted parents expected to happen, but it did happen. And we had to go through that. We actually had to go through counseling. Um, We had to go through counseling with somebody who didn't know us, somebody who didn't know our story, somebody who didn't know my brother personally. And so um, we went through counseling for a bit. And actually, what came out of that is I realized that I don't like Chick-fil-A because (laughs) we went to Chick-fil-A every time we went to Cleveland, which is where we, um, which is where we were being counseled. And so since we went there every single time after counseling, I just developed a dislike for it because it reminded me of counseling. And that was, that was not a great time for me, um, or my brother. So after those two years, everything just kind of settled into a routine of going to school and stuff. And then my seventh grade year, I hit, I think I would call it a rough patch. Um, I was depressed all the time. You know, you hear of people like being depressed and like having those thoughts that you don't want to have. And so I actually had those and um, I had a lot of anxiety. I remember sitting in bed one night and just like being unable to breathe and that was just me having an anxiety attack because I don't know of just so much stress going on and so much happening and I was also um I was also being blamed for a lot of stuff that was happening that a lot of stuff that I had no control over and so that just caused a lot of stress on me and it just happened like it just caused me to go into um a depressive state and books really became my hiding place they became um where no one could judge me they became where um I could be myself and I could hide for um a certain amount of time and that's part one of the reasons that I just really love reading because it takes you places. It takes you from boring Ohio to Kansas or Kentucky or Connecticut or somewhere like that. Um, and so I did go to therapy again after my first time. Uh, and that, and going to therapy, it just, it really helped me. It helped me to forgive, um, a lot of things that had happened to me, it helped me for to forgive my mom for give, giving me up, and it helped me to forgive my brother for a lot of things that he um, had done to me, a lot of things that happened that I had no control over that he was blaming me for. And so, but I think I forgave them, but I didn't forget what they did to me. And you know how in the Bible, so I'm a Christian, if you did not know that, I am a Christian. And in the Bible, it says that God forgives and forgets, and we are to be an example of God. And so I forgave, but I didn't forget, and I should have forgotten. But 
I did not. And so, um, right now I feel like one of the things God is teaching me is to re-forgive what has already been forgiven. Um, and he's teaching me to forget what happened. Um, yeah, because that's, that's a big part of forgiving too, is forgetting. Um, and so since we are doing this podcast, I decided to look up some facts about Haiti because I don't remember a whole lot about Haiti myself. Um, and so some information I looked up was, um, I already knew this before, but if you don't know, Haiti does share an island with the DR and that has actually caused a lot of tensions between the two countries because they have, you know, they have different presidents, they have different ways of ruling and different governments, and the people don't really mix. And so um, that has caused a lot of tensions between the countries. Um, the name Haiti actually means the land of the mountains, which is very accurate because it's very hilly and very mountainous. Um, Haiti is a very, very beautiful country despite its devastation and despite um being very poor it's a really beautiful country because it's so mountainous and the mountains are so beautiful um and the beaches are absolutely beautiful um and so Haiti was colonized back in the 1800s I think or the 1700s Haiti was colonized by the French and um before the French colonized Haiti its official name was Haiti um, but since the French colonized it, I think, I think the name was the Haitian Republic. It might not have been, don't quote me on that, but, um, Haiti had its revolution, um, and they, their example was America and how America separated itself from Britain and Haiti wanted to do that. And so they, um, revolted against the French government and, after that, they went back to the name of IET, and Haiti is just another spelling of IET. It's the American spelling of IET. And Haiti went from being one of the one of France's richest colonies to the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. And part of that reason is because of the earthquake that happened in 2010. Um, that earthquake caused a lot of tent cities to appear and those tents, tent cities are pretty much a bunch of tents um, spread out or tent-like structures spread out over an open area. And because of the earthquake, it just caused so many more tent cities to rise up and so many more people to be killed, so many more people to become poor if they weren't poor before. Um, and actually, I, I don't know my birth dad and we think he died in the um, earthquake of 2010. We don't actually know. We don't have any f information that would prove us right or wrong. But we think um, that that is that was his that was the cause of his death was because of the earthquake in 2010. And. Haiti was actually the first country in the Western Hemisphere to abolish slavery. And Haiti is actually the only, I think, the first government to be run by black people. Because, you know, in Africa, it's ruled by either the British or a white person. And so Haiti was actually the first 
in the Western Hemisphere to become um, a black-led government in a black-led um, country. And so now I've shared a little bit about my past, a little bit about Haiti, and a little bit about my background. So your next question is probably what this podcast is going to be about. And so the reason I really wanted to start this podcast was to um, go deep into my past and to investigate my past and my story because I don't remember so much. I want I want to revisit it, visit my story and I want to um, explore it and I want to find those things that I don't know and I yeah and through interviews hopefully um, the next podcast will be about interviewing my brother about his experience with being adopted and his experience with um through all of this and then after that one this third podcast I think is going to be about my parents experience um living in Haiti my mom my adopted mom lived in Haiti for three months while they were adopting me and so that'll be that podcast will be about um their experience adopting two new kids in their 50s like who would have ever thought that would happen to them (laughs) um and so and then the fourth podcast hopefully will be about uh will be me interviewing my mom through my brother because I no longer speak French I can't really understand my mom my birth mom I can't talk to her and have a normal conversation with her and so um we've gone through my brother because he can speak the language um so he will be with us and um kind of being the interpreter for us both um so that'll be the last podcast that I do and yeah I just what really inspired me to start this podcast is because um a lot I feel like a lot of people who are adopted either know their birth parents and have like have been able to be uh taught their birth parents story and of how they essentially became to be um but I don't know that and so I want I want to find that out and I want to yeah I just I want to know things that I don't know (laughs) I'm a very curious person um so how this is going to work is like I said before we're I'm going to be interviewing um my brother and my um, birth mom and my adopted parents and yeah hopefully hopefully I'll get some answers um yeah I hope you enjoy I hope that yeah, this is a fun listen and um, that you'll have fun following along with me and my story. Thank you so much for um, stopping in and listening and I'll see you in the next podcast. Bye.